1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points at up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash card.
3: I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports.
4: Who were you taking in a half-court shooting contest between Dame Lillard and Steph Curry? Best of 20 shots. Ooh, that's a tough question.
0: Standing there shooting 20 from half-court, I'm going with Dame. I think he had more legs for, for all 20. But at the end of the day, if I had to bet, I wouldn't because you're going to no, lose either no. way. no.
4: <laughs> He's made more long-distance shots than Steph, than anyone in the NBA, but than Steph. But one day Steph can win, the next day Dame can win, and back and forth, two of the best long-distance and pure shooters we've ever seen in this game. We got a special What's Burning update. We're on set right now, but some key things happened um, in the past few days that we had to address uh, before we put our show out tonight. So first and foremost, LeBron James, high ankle sprain. Uh, Word is he's out three to four weeks. Jack, what does this do to the Lakers' expectations and playoff
0: push? It kind of put a dim on a light, uh, on the little light that they had left, Um, AD down. Now, having the king down, who's having an MVP year, uh, it kind of put, it puts a damper on the team. He's still trying to make trades to figure it out. So uh, I'm just expecting LeBron to go to his uh, lab, take the shots and everything he do to get him back to being the king, and he'll be back in no time. But it definitely puts uh, a darker light on the organization. Considering AD's already been down.
4: Jack, is it the, the the glasses you got that got you like real calm and like real gentlemanish this morning? Because well, you, you, know, you hit hitting think... with the sophistication today, and your answers are nice and smooth, and that kind of shit. Is it the glasses?
0: I'm doing do a lot, man. I, 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 think it's, it's, I think it's just the way I'm at, it, way I'm at it in my life right now. You know, I'm just at in peace. a happy place. Yeah, and we getting money, we getting my money. Brother. Come on,
4: man, you know we getting it. Um, <laughs> for the Lakers, to me, um, obviously a major hit. Um, your two best players are down, but I think this is a talented enough team from a standpoint that once they get back, it doesn't really matter what their seed is. Uh, right now, they're third in the West. Um, I see them dropping maybe two, three seeds. Um, but at the same time, the most important thing is to get Bron fully healthy and AD fully healthy for this playoff push. With the trade uh, deadline looming, I still obviously think they're actively in the market looking for a big. I don't think that changes. Mm -hmm. Um, And to me, the most important thing is they get healthy with their two stars uh, heading into the playoffs. Next up, another unfortunate situation. LaMelo Ball goes down last night with a fractured wrist. Um, They're saying he could be done for the season. Right now, Charlotte's in the A spot and he's the head candidate for rookie of the year. Uh, First, do they make the playoffs and does your
0: Rookie of the Year sneak up and actually take Rookie of the Year now that that, that Lamelo's down. Uh, I don't think they make the playoffs without him. I think what he's established as being the leader of that team, the best player on the team, to get the guy that gets everybody going, he's established that as a rookie, and I think all of a sudden with everything he's built for that organization this year, it kind of it kind of goes backwards with not having him on the line in the lineup. So I definitely don't see them making the playoffs, but it does give Edwards more room to win to a better chance to win the to win a rookie of the year. I think not having uh, Melo in the game right now, but it was just having a great year, but not having Melo in the game right now, not just in Charlotte, it just hurts the game of basketball. Yeah, I think the Melo's right near 16
4: points a game, seven rebounds, seven assists. Um, and I agree, I think his energy, um, his confidence, the way he plays, I think that team is kind of taken on his swag and to lose him is going to be a huge hit. Obviously they still got Hayward and Rozier. And uh, some guys, but like I said, I think Melo is the heart and soul of that team, and they were sitting on the cusp at eight. Um, I think they'll still mess around to be in the playoffs seven through 10 uh, playing games, but I don't see them uh, making the playoffs, unfortunately, either. And, uh, you know, with LaMelo being my pick for rookie of the year, um, going down right now with, you know, a handful of games left, um, I definitely think that's gonna hurt him and, and look for Edwards to probably come in and win MVP. And I don't even think it's going to be given to him because I could definitely say Edwards has been balling of late. You know, he dropped a 40 ball, really starting to come into his own. So I loved what the, the rookie of the year race was heading to towards the end of the season. But, you know, injuries are a part of the season. So this will be, you know, a minor setback for a major comeback next year. And uh, man, LaMelo lived up to all expectations that I think exceeded him this year in his rookie year. So I'm excited to see what the future holds. Well, that's it. You guys make sure you enjoy What's Burning today and we'll see y'all next week. Welcome back to what's burning busy week ahead jack we start off with miami and phoenix two of the hottest teams uh in the league miami has struggled mightily without jimmy butler uh he's been back he's been on in terror uh got them back in the playoff hunt uh phoenix
0: has been just as hot thoughts on this matchup we got a team that was just in the finals they're finally getting healthy they're starting to roll playing good they got their star back Phoenix has been playing well, man. They're trying to make a big step in the Western Conference and uh, put themselves in a good playoff position. So I'm excited to see this game and to see how it pans out.
4: I think it's definitely going to be a big game. Uh, like I said, Miami just needs to get hot at the right time. You said they're getting healthy. They go as Jimmy goes, as we said all season. Uh, shout out CP and Book, what they've been doing over there in Phoenix. Um, the way Jimmy's been playing, he's at nearly 27 or 26 points a game, seven rebounds and eight assists during this hot streak. Has he moved himself into MVP conversation?
0: I love Jimmy, but for MVP, you got to do it all season. Guys like Kyrie, guys like LeBron have been doing it all season, so he got to get in that category.
4: Next up, uh, Celtics and Bucks. Boston got them on opening night. Boston's been struggling a little bit, but I think they're going to turn the corner post All-Star. Giannis has been on a tear. Thoughts
0: on this game? Both teams are starting to get in the playoff form. Both teams are playing better than they did before All-Star break. I think Greek Freak is on another level right now. Like you said, he is the chatter, and he is playing another level. He's tired of being a a, a regular season MVP. He wants to be a a postseason MVP, and we'll see how he plays. But right now, he's on another level. It's going to be an interesting game.
4: He's been putting up video game numbers for the last handful of years. Uh, a two-time MVP, but as you said, the chatter. Wants to see it in the playoffs. So I'm excited to see if he's ready to take his game to the next level. He definitely looks like it. And I feel like I said earlier, I feel like Boston's turning the corner. Uh, they got the young kid Williams playing in the middle more. Uh, Marcus yeah. Smart is back. Uh, Kimba's been a little more consistent. And you already know what you're going to get with Brown and Tatum. So I'm looking for Boston to to uh, to get this one. But they also play twice this week. So I think it's going to be a nice little uh, two-game series. It's excited to watch. Next up. Uh, Sixers head out west. They got the Lakers, and then they got the Clippers. Uh, Two tough matchups. What do you expect from
0: this game? These teams are still trying to – you know, figure it out and, how, and figure out what players are they going to have coming at the end of the season. So it's going to be a game of survival, but these type of games, when you miss the star players, I like them because you, you see other guys get a chance to step up and both teams are evenly matched.
4: Yeah, speaking of stepping up, uh, Tobias Harris and and, and uh, Ben Simmons have both been stepping up in the absence of Embiid. Obviously, you definitely need Embiid. Kuzma's been playing well um, over this stretch since AD has been gone, but obviously both teams need their bigs to be, Um, at their best level. And this could possibly be, if something happens with Brooklyn, a finals matchup. Then on Thursday, Doc returns to play against the Clippers for the first time. Uh, Clippers are really struggling right now. Obviously, I think they need to address their point guard situation. Um, Defense has struggled. Uh, Shooting has struggled. Kawhi has addressed concerns on being consistent. Thoughts on the Clippers and also this
0: matchup? It's going to be a good matchup. Um, I, like you said, the Clippers trying to address their point of guard concerns. I think when they do that, and if they do get a chance to get a guy like Lonzo Ball, they're really going to be off and of running. Mm. Um, but I, it's, it, this is one of those games you know, where, where both teams you know, really hate each other and both teams want to win in that building. Uh, I think the advantage that the Clippers have is they have both of their stars. And uh, there's no reason they shouldn't pull this win out. But at the same time, like I said, these both teams still are trying to figure it out. There's a lot of teams in this, in, in, in this situation where they're trying to figure it out toward the end of the season, and they running out of time. I like how you snuck that Lonzo ball to
4: the Clippers in there. That would be mm-hmm. interesting. That would be definitely mm-hmm. interesting. I mean, they just need a playmaker. Like they like said, we both love Pat Beverly, uh, you know, the way he plays. But to me, your, your point guard has to be a playmaker and a scorer or at least one or the other. And that's just not his strengths um, as a starting point guard. So coming down the stretch with the trade deadline looming, uh, we'll see what happens. Next up, Hawks and Warriors. Uh, Trey versus Steph. Uh, teacher versus student. Hawks are hot since Nate McMillan's taken over, playing really well. Uh, Trey's been doing his thing, but he's got he's woken up uh, Gallinari. Gallinari's at nearly twenty points a game since Nate McMillan's taken over. We know what Steph's been doing all season uh, twenty nine points a game. Draymond is starting to find his rhythm at about nine, eight, and nine over this last stretch. Uh, playing solid defense, rebounded well. Thoughts on this two superstar point guards we'll see in this matchup?
0: It's the, these the matchups I look forward to seeing. You know, big Steph against baby Steph, Ice Trey. You know, they play play they got both similar games. Um, they're, they're, they're both exciting to watch. Both teams are, are are fighting to be in a playoff position, but um, I love what Nick McMillan is doing with these young guys, teaching them, giving them some veteran leadership from experience from on the court and off the court and just got them going in the right direction. It's going to be good to see. Yeah,
4: like I said, I think this Warrior team, obviously Steph is the star, but I think this team goes as Draymond goes and he's starting to pick up his play and you're seeing, you know, result, you know, of the team kind of picking their confidence up in play as well. So this will definitely be,
0: I think Kobe and everybody in are playing Kobe to win a one on one concept. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it,
5: like that, see that,
1: ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella, point game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying,
0: I mean, he was in a culture shock, and then he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember
5: what I told you? I said, I said, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? because You think I need it? <laughs>
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings
2: YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash card. Finding the right news
3: podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on post reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise.
4: Next up, Mavs Pelicans. Uh, Mavs have been hot, climbing their way up the Western Conference playoff race um, Pelicans' seventh-ranked offense this season. I really like this young Pelicans team, man. I mean, Zion is a monster. Brandon Egram is a dog. When Zoe gets loose, they're dangerous. This is a really fun young team um, to watch. Luca has been Luca, uh, showing why he will probably be the face of the league at some point during his career. Um, thoughts on this matchup?
0: It's an it's a exciting matchup. Two young stars, Luca and Zion. I think the, the level Luca is on right now. I think Zion is still trying to get there as far as the team. Uh, I think Luka's going to will his his team to a good position where they could be in the playoffs and and, and try to make an upset or do something big. I think Zion is still trying to figure it out. Yeah, he's the leader of this team, but it's more than being a leader than just being the star player, being the the player with the big name. He's playing well. He has to get more vocal. He has to do more things as as far as being the leader, and I think Luka's inherited that easily from playing overseas since he's been a kid, a young teenager, and it's showing on the court.
4: Yeah, I would think with the leadership, Zion definitely has some growing to do still young. Uh, but that may not even be his role in this team. You know, they got guys like Eric Bledsoe, you know, they, mm-hmm. Brandon Brandon Ingram, um, you know, probably some other guys that we don't know how they are in the locker room. But this is definitely going to be a fun matchup. I love what Zion's been able to do. He's breaking le- uh, records left and right for mm-hmm. field goal percentage and, and just how dominant he is. And, and people say, you know, they don't understand that he... Give him another two, three, four years when I think when he comes down maybe 10 or 15 pounds and really learns the game. Right now he's just playing off pure strength, athleticism, and speed, and he can't be stopped. Like I've seen him run over, you know, chest to chest with some of the biggest dudes in the league, and he comes out on top. So I'm excited to see his development and growth. Obviously, Luca, we know what Luca's about, but I'm excited to see what Zion's development is, is, is going to be about. And I love the way Stan Van Gundy's using them too, um, you know, in the pick and rolls and, and, and initiating offense too. So I think the sky's the limit for Zion. I'm excited to see what his next few years are like, but this will definitely be a great matchup. Next up on the radar presented to you by DraftKings Wednesday night. We have a matchup of the Eastern and Western conference leaders. That's Utah versus Brooklyn. Uh, Nets are a plus 300 to win the championship this year. Jazz are plus 800 to win
0: the title Who's a better bet in your opinion, Jack? Uh, I'm going with the Nets, man. I, I like the secure bets, man. You know they got a solid team. Katie just resting all year. I'm going with the, I'm going with the Nets, man. I, I just I just like the solid bets. If you're gonna gamble, take the solid ones. Yeah,
4: no, I, f- I definitely feel that. Obviously, the odds are you know you're gonna win more money with Utah, but I just don't trust Utah yet uh, to make these steps. I got to see what they can do in the finals. Obviously, great regular season team, ball movement, three point shooting, everyone playing their role. I love what they're doing, but I need to see it in the playoffs. Um, all these guys have done it in the playoffs, and and also, but one of the main guys who's really been killing of late, James Harden. This is going to be a big opportunity for him in the playoffs too, because his playoff reputation has not lived up to people's expectations. He's a killer. MVP. Yeah, he's a killer in the regular season, and yes, I wanted to touch on that. To me, he's closest to LeBron in 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 the MVP race. You know, some people yes. may uh, I think Dame Lillard has stepped up in that space too, but I want to put James. Right there, neck and neck with what LeBron has been doing because the way he's come over and completely transformed this team with two other superstars, although katie has been down a lot, uh, James has been absolutely amazing, man. So this is going to be a great matchup. Who you got in this matchup?
0: I'm excited. To, I'm a, I just Every time they're on TV, Matt, I'm in front of them with my popcorn. Ooh, you said Blake Griffin too. I'm excited. I really hope, you
4: know, as a former teammate and a friend of Blake that he's healthy. Um, because I mean he doesn't have to be Lob City Blake by any means, but if he can be Blake that's about 15, 16 points a game, seven rebounds, four or five assists, you're gonna see them in the finals, I think. So uh, <laughs> definitely excited. Think it's gonna be a good game. And I also got the Nets for the two reasons you said. I mean, there's are two superstars are are playing on another level right now. And
0: um, you know, looking forward to this game. Time for fan questions, y'all. First question, the Cato show. Can you tell everyone how unstoppable Shaq was in his prime?
4: Oh, oh, unbelievable. The most dominant force this game has ever seen, bar none. With all due respect, rest in peace to Wood Chamberlain, the most dominant figure we have seen and may ever see. Um, the things he can do with the ball at his size, his strength, his speed. I mean, we don't see, Jack, we don't see no one – let alone breaking backboards, but pulling whole stanchions down anymore. And he used to do that shit on the regular, you know. So Shaq is one of the greatest players we've uh, ever seen and the most dominant force in the game.
0: By far, man. I've never seen a guy that size dribble the ball up the court full speed and dunk it and everybody get out the way. Like Shaq was different, the most dominant player in the game. I know people talk about Wilt. Like you said, rest in peace to him. But from my eyes – from being actually on that court and seeing has never been a person as dominant as Shaq.
4: And the one thing I loved about Shaq too, he was so big and strong, but he didn't give a fuck. Like he was, yep. I wouldn't even call it dirty. It was just old school mentality. I remember him telling, you know, like if a guard was cooking, he would tell the 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 the, the guy who's guarding him, let him come to the paint. I'm going to put him down. You know what I mean? Shaq yeah, wasn't afraid yeah. to do that. And that's a big motherfucker, man. So shout out Shaq. He coming on the show soon. Yep. Uh, but great, great question. Next up, DeAndre Shiesty. Would LeBron have been a top three player in the 90s? Ooh, tough question.
0: I mean, if LeBron is built the same way with the same mind frame and the same attitude, he'll be a top three player anytime. Uh, obviously, the physicality was different, so I think he'll have to adapt to that. He'll probably have to get in a couple fights in the 90s and uh, make sure people don't mess with him. I'm sure you're going to have guys on this team to protect him, but as talented as he is, as gifted as LeBron is, as smart and as intelligent as he is, as much of a leader as he is, any era, he would be top three in my
4: mind. I agree with you 100%. I would like to see LeBron actually in that late 80s, early 90s era because I've always thought, and as big as as strong as LeBron, he doesn't really use it as much as he can. You know what I mean? I think if he played in an era where he had to use his physical strength as well, holy shit, because he's finessed. I mean, he's strong, don't get me wrong. He's a freight train but if he had to play in that other, uh, that other, those other uh, generations where he had to be physical, look out. But I completely agree with you. Any era LeBron played in, he's top three. Who would be the other two, though? So you would have what? I mean, Jordan's up there, Magic, Bird, um, or Baby Shaq. There's, there's, some, there's some people in that 90s yeah. early, early 90s era, at least. Um, yeah. yeah. That would have been interesting.
0: Next question. Young King KP. Who has the brightest future in the NBA right now?:
4: I still think KD's going to take a run um, at being the face of the league, but if I'd had to pick one player with the brightest future, I'd say Luca, uh, considering his age, considering what he's already done, and considering you know just every game getting better, I would, uh, I would pick Luca.
0: You know what, man? It's, it's kind of hard to go against Luca. Like you said, you got KD, you got Kyrie, you got you got a lot of players that's going to hold it down when, when LeBron t- steps away. But the brightest future is definitely Luca by far.
4: Next up, Dolo Harris. Best thing you've experienced as a result of becoming a pro- professional athlete during or post-career?
0: I think the best thing I've experienced uh, during my career, you know, I was able to take care of my family, change my life, be in a mm-hmm. better situation, uh, and, uh, you know, just really just make our lives better. Post-career, uh i was I've been able to show people and do things that people said I couldn't mm. you know i'm in i'm I'm in a position now and doing things that nobody expected me to do and I have a lot we have a lot of things in store so uh I think post career is bigger for me because i'm I'm doing a lot of things that people didn't expect and 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 i'm finding I'm finding myself you know I never you know. put myself in a box and I never knew I could do so many things but you know what I'm saying after basketball it was showing me that I was putting myself in the box doing basketball
4: that's what's up. Bro, you got a you got an award-winning podcast you're a host of. That's what I'm saying, Matt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> best experience. I think obviously you touched on it. You know the the, the ability to be able to provide for our families and our, and our close friends, travel the world, and then the opportunities that and doors that open from playing now in the post career. And I obviously, I think you touched on that too. You know, just the opportunities have been insane, um, not only from this show, but just other projects I've been working on and opportunities I've been working on. And I think this show has a lot to do with it because I think people get a chance to see who we really are, how authentic and how real we are and doors continue to open, um, from this experience. So, um, I've been living a dream. You got to think, man, I played, you know, 15 years. got to play a game and make a bunch of money off it. And now I'm mm-hmm. talking shit, talking shit and getting paid and then smoking weed and getting paid. Like, are you kidding yep. me?
0: Can't beat it. Can't beat it, man.
4: Absolute blessing.
0: Next question. W.T. Locklear. I seen both of you with your kids. As a new dad, what's a piece of advice you would want to know starting out?
4: Sleep when your kids sleep if you're able to. Um... That was something I tried to learn. Take naps when they take naps because kids are draining, man. Kids are draining. You know, I started over after having the twins who are 12. Now I got a two-year-old that runs the house, runs the house naked. You know, quick story. I was shooting um, a documentary over here the other day, and Ash was eating breakfast, and all of a sudden – when, when the dudes knocked on the door and started bringing the shit in, Ash just went on this shit terror. Like, he just kept saying shit. He said shit like 20 times and his brothers and sisters started laughing so he kept going. So they're walking in, setting up everything. You hear a two-year-old just saying, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that might be my thing, man. Enjoy it because it goes fast
0: and sleep when the baby sleep uh, My advice to you, uh, if you're with the mom, Always be the bigger person. If you're not with the mom...
4: Remember for the kid.
0: Do whatever you can for the kid. Don't ever let anybody come between your relationship with her. Always be the bigger person. And remember, it's about the child. It's it's about nothing else but the child. And if you continue to keep in your heart and your focus and your passion and your love about the child and not the nonsense, hey, bro, you in good hands.
4: Hey, you're a professional baby mama speaking expert and I'm right I'm right behind you I'm professional baby daddy (laughs) I'm right
5: behind behind you (laughs) what's up I'm John Wall and
1: I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game we're now joined by three-time NBA six man of the year elite bucket getter let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have ticked it all
5: I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could've took it all, but I think I would've shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think, Love he's it. gonna guard, he don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard, like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that. He's going
5: like that, see that?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came to my room, crying, <laughs> crying tears,
0: I mean, he was in a culture shock, and then he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember
5: what you I told know? you? I said, I said OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You think I it? Ain't
1: it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio
2: app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at Select Business Merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com/slash business gold card. The
3: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
4: The Black underscore Cal underscore L. Who are you taking in a half-court shooting contest between Dame Lillard and Steph Curry best of 20 shots. Ooh, that's a
0: tough question. I think just shooting standing there shooting 20 uh from half court, I'm going with Dame. I Ooh. think not I'm not saying Steph can't make him I just feel Dame's a little stronger. His, his, his the way he's built, he'll have a little more stamina in those 20 shots. I think I think he had more legs for for all 20. I think Steph will kind of fade away a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Dame a little stronger, but at the end of the day, if I had to bet I wouldn't cuz you're going to uh, lose either yeah, way. no. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. First of all,
4: uh, yeah, yeah, that was really my answer. First of all, I'm not betting this cuz whatever it's really a flip of a coin. I think just depending on the day who wins. Uh but people don't know. I think Dame has the most long-distance shot. I don't want to give the exact stats. I remember but I remember I was watching the game the other night. He's made more long-distance shots than anyone in uh, than, than Steph, than anyone in the NBA but then Steph, but You made a great point about stamina and and it being a little stronger. I think in a game setting from just pulling, I might take Steph, but in just a straight shooting contest from just pull-up jumpers, I'm probably going to take Dame, but I wouldn't bet this because, like I said, it's one day Steph can win, the next day Dame can win, and back and forth, two of the best long-distance and pure shooters we've ever seen in this game. The next guest coming up Thursday, March 25th, is our brother Udonis Haslam, man. Great dude. Uh, Man, I think 18th or 19th year in the league, deep in the game. But shout out him for surviving and doing what he has to do. Here's a quick teaser. Hope you enjoy.
0: What was Jimmy like once he got to the team? We had D-Wade on our show, and D-Wade said that Miami was a perfect marriage for Jimmy. Perfect. Perfect. I had got
5: a chance to meet Jimmy and go out to dinner with Jimmy one time with D Wade, man, and just getting a chance to understand Jimmy, man. The first thing people think about Jimmy is that oh, he listens to country music. He might he must be weird. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing weird. Ain't nothing weird about Jimmy. I Jimmy, I us. listen to it too. I know I I'm weird. I do, I'm, I'm I do too. I'm happy to be weird. I do too. And Jimmy won us as more as any, any anybody. He won us. You know what I'm saying? If you get a chance to sit down and you get a chance to chop it up with Jimmy and you understand Jimmy, you know where he come from. Jimmy, just keep everything close to him. He ain't wide yep. open with his. He ain't wide open with his friendship. He ain't got a lot of friends. He ain't running his mouth out here telling all his business. I respect that and I appreciate that, man. And what, like I tell people all the time, if you put a dog outside, he gonna go around and go in your trash can and tear your yard up, and you are gonna come out in the morning, and your shit gonna be in shambles. You put yeah. him in kennel with, when you put him in a kennel with other dogs, He going to make a pack. And that's yeah. what he did. He came down yeah. here with us, and he made a pack.
0: Yep, that's just how it looked, too. When he first
4: came and you guys, your team got going, you know, you hear you, people spoke to his work ethic, and he was going in at 2 or 3 in the morning getting work in. How refreshing for you, someone who works hard to this day, to see another star come in new to the team, but have that kind of uh, work ethic and, 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 and passion for the game?
5: Man, that shit gave me new life because it, it gave me more opportunities and more reasons to work. You know, people don't understand, like, me and Jimmy got a routine that we go through, you know, before the games now. You know, it wasn't something we did in a bubble because of the circumstances, but, you know, it's something we were able to do a couple times before the bubble, and it's something that we're able to engage in now. You know what I'm saying? So, once again, I've been reincarnated and, and, and just reinventing myself, you know, with these new guys that's coming in. And, you know, the routine that me and Jimmy got it also helps me stay in shape and it also helps me stay sharp so you know his work ethic and people think that I'm always pushing these guys and these guys are leading me but you know sometimes it's good to be a soldier and sometimes it's good to be a general you know what I'm saying so you know I got situations where I'm right I'm following Jimmy you know what I'm saying and he leading me and it's helping me
4: we have the trade deadline looming i think there's a few teams or a handful of teams that can make some moves that could really be impactful headed towards the playoffs jack who's your team or your a couple teams you feel like need to make
0: a move heading into this trade deadline? Well, I, I would say Philly. You know what I mean? With, with, with Embiid being uh, down right now, you might want to get a security blanket. Bring DeMarcus Cousins in for cheap. Bring somebody else in for cheap. But I'm really going towards the Clippers. They need a point guard. They need to win the championship. They need to get to the finals. And they need a point guard. Lonzo Ball, that's the an that's uh, L.A. kid. He belongs in L.A. Hey, everybody say it belongs in L.A., but it's two teams in L.A. It might didn't work with the Lakers, I think what the Clippers have there, a point guard that can come make plays, a Jason Kidd type guy, it'll be similar to Jason Kidd when he was in uh, New Jersey, when he had Richard Jefferson and Kenyon Martins and Vince Carter. This will be fun to see. So ball get into the Clippers, I think that would be a good move for them and, and answer all their uh, questions and, and heal all their problems.
4: Ball to the Clippers. Ooh. Yes, yes, go yes. See. I mean, ball to the Clippers, a Kyle Lowry could definitely help the Clippers. I think there's two teams, in my opinion, Oh, uh, actually three. I don't think Utah's gonna make a move. I think they're pretty set on their team and think, But to me, I think that's what's that. I think that's gonna be my knock. And people are gonna say, "Why are you talking? They're top in the West." I feel you. I got to see it in the playoffs, and we got to see if the rest of that team can handle what the playoffs bring. Um, but I'm gonna go with the Lakers one. I think the Lakers need an athletic big. I think Drummond to the Lakers would be crazy. But I'm also hearing there's yes. a chance that Drummond could go to the Clippers, so that Ooh. would be crazy. Um, and then uh, Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn needs to give DeAndre some help. I think DeAndre's playing, been playing great since James has come along. He, he looks like the old DJ, kind of finding his spots uh, to affect the game and holding down the middle of the paint. But I feel like they need another big, you know, there's guys hey, out hey, there. There's, that,
0: that young kid Claxton balling, Matt.
4: Yeah, he's been playing well.
0: Yeah. He's, he's balling. Well.
4: Like, but like I said, do you, can you trust him for a long period of time in the playoffs you know like I said that but actually Jack to be honest with you the playoffs are so different now you know what I mean it's not like he's gonna have to go into uh, Milwaukee in in a sold out arena or go to Toronto or Miami with a sold out there's gonna be motherfucking 200 people in the stands it's gonna be like (laughs) an AU game you know what I mean so like I said I think we might kind of have to just at least during this pandemic you know maybe the playoffs are, are shit the same as the regular season you know what I mean? Because yeah. like I said, the only thing that made this shit different for us was we were playing in front of packed stadiums. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not playing in front of a home packed stadium or a road packed stadium. So really that shit is between your head. So you fire up real quick and get your mind right for the game. You could be straight. Don't do that. That's just what we did. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's just what we did. I think the trade deadline looming. Uh, look for teams to make moves. Uh, look for maybe a, a big name or two to make a move. Uh, There's a list of guys who are kind of out there. I'll go through them real quick because they can definitely add value. Kyra Lowry, Andre Drummond, Harrison Barnes, Victor Oladipo, John Collins, Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier, Hassan Whiteside. There's some quality players out there, and I'm sure there's a handful of guys we didn't list that can really help a team. So I love this part of the season because if team thinks they have a chance, they're going to give a lot up to get one of these stars. So
0: stay tuned. Yep, we got Fareed. You got a lot of guys still out there.
4: Yeah, Gorgie Jank. he could be someone that could really help the Nets. Spot up solid, big dude. So, we will see. Hope you guys enjoyed the show this week. What's Burning is available every Monday on Showtime Basketball YouTube. And on Twitter, at showbasketball. Basketball. It is. See y'all next week.
3: Listen to Uncanny USA
1: wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the
4: world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99.
1: Get admission